All right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Built by Battle podcast. My name is Scott. With me, as always, is Danny. And today we have Zach Shear with us. What's up, Zach? Hey, what's up, guys? It's what's up, man? Yeah, good to see you, too, man. How long has it been? So we had Zach on, I think it was like two years ago? Yeah, I want to say it was uh, May of 18, I think. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Almost two full years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot has changed since then, man. Lots, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the different world. You're busy dude. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So uh, last time you kind of you kind of walked us through sort of how you got your start in the you know modeling and acting yeah, business yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Do you want to go ahead and recap some of that really fast, just to kind of catch sure. people up? Um, yeah, I mean, within the last couple of years, it's picked up quite a bit. Um, last year, I did. Uh, another television show that actually comes out tomorrow. Um, my episode comes out tomorrow. I think I'm in two episodes or maybe the first one I was already in already came out. I'm not sure, but tomorrow's like my main episode with Dave uh, on FX. And that's starting. That's so Dicky. awesome. Yeah. It's starting <laughs> little picky. That dude's awesome, man. I love that guy. Um, right. Did uh, two movies last year. Both will be coming out a little later this year. Um, one of them is uh, called Collection which is produced by Warner Davis and it is starring Alex Pettifer and Mike Vogel. I don't know if you know who those guys are, but Alex Pettifer was one of the main actors in magic Mike. And he was also the main actor for, uh, I am four. And then, um, Mike Vogel is kind of OG man. I love Mike Vogel. He's, uh, have you ever seen the skateboard movie grind? Yeah. You ever see that? The main character in grind. Long time ago. Eric Rivers, yeah, the main character in Grind, um, he's, he also stars in it. And then nice. uh, Shakira Barrera, which she's an upcoming star. Um, nice. That was a film we did. And then another one, which is a comedy called Witness Infection, with all the guys from Reno 911, Carlos Alasraki, <laughs> with those guys. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that one's going to be legit, and it's a comedy zombie flick. And, nice. Uh, you might have seen some of the, the videos of me all zombified and shit. And, uh, yeah. and uh, I'm like a zombie gangster named Nico. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but, hey, you know. You know dude, that's what funny the already. Weird, yeah. the, the weirdest thing is, dude, is um, my character names. If you go to IMDb, like, all my names are, like, the same. Like, uh, Mickey, uh, uh, Marcus, Nick, Nico, uh, they're all like the M's and the N's. So I played Nico twice. I played Nico in collection and I played Nico <laughs> in, uh, witness infection. So That's funny. it's crazy. Are they, choo- <laughs> are they choosing these names because you're playing them or it's just no, happens no, I mean, to be written that way. And those are just common names or what? Those, but, I mean, so Nico is like, you know, it's like a, it's like a fucking gangster name. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I mean, right. Uh, <laughs> You know, so Nico's kind of common in that, and they're both, they had both had like gangster, like a gangster theme. Like in right. both the fucking movies, I'm talking like this, you know what I mean? So right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling that shit out, you know? Um, Eat a lot of meatballs, so you know? It was, it was honestly so fun because I'm going to tell you this for the longest time, me and my brother, and he'll really appreciate this, my brother and I actually <laughs> always would do this Mark Wahlberg voice. Mark Wahlberg voice would be like, hey, how you doing? It's good to see you. Say hi to your mother for me, okay? We would, we would always we would always do that voice, right? And I always told my brother, I'm like, dude, I cannot wait until I can do that Boston accent. I can't wait to do that. And then, boom, I had two movies back-to-back to hit that with. So no, it was, it was, it was, it was really dope. 
So nice. Yeah. So things are picking up, man. It's uh, it's it's been great. The the roller coaster has has been ups and downs, but man, the ups are great, and uh, and the downs are are just as great because I know the lowest of low brings me to the highest of highs. So. Yeah, right, so a lot's sure. happened, and I got a lot more coming. Um, some things we're, I know we're going to talk about a little later, but a lot more coming now. So, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Man. It's always cool years. to see. Yeah, it's cool to see all the stuff that you do, and, like, every time you – like, I remember the Soul Hunters movie or whatever, whenever that came out. Like, oh, wait, yeah, that, that low budget, awesome. That low-budget movie? Oh, man. Dude, Dude, yeah. I still need to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please I will. Don't. I'll get around to it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't watch it. It's – Honestly, for the budget we had on that, because um, like now that I've, I mean, dude, you got to remember I filmed that in 2016 and, right. um, you know, it, it, it took quite a bit of time for that to come out. And um, for the budget we had, I mean, we did some cool stuff. I mean, and I had a blast. I mean, I'm with, I, I learned so much from that shoot because I was on every page. I mean, every single page of the script, I was on it. Um, so yeah. I had to write the whole movie. If those guys, those guys were very talented. If those guys would have had more money, I mean what they did with the little bit of money they had, which I'm not going to disclose how much it was, but it wasn't much. Right, they, right. Did a, they did a really good job. They did the own spe- their own special effects. Um, you know, and dude, they just come out of college with their degree and boom, just went at it. And they did a good job marketing it themselves, getting it on, you know, Amazon and uh, iTunes and all that stuff. So right. you know, they, did, they did a really good job with that. But, um, but yeah, I just, t- I hope they get to do it again with a lot more budget. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool being able to see your face in Amazon, you know, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> it was a trip, man. It was a trip. Yeah. It was definitely a trip, but uh, yeah, sure. I had a good time. I had a blast filming that. It really, it really was a lot of more educational purposes for me. I learned a lot. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. That's almost worth more than what, what the movie itself could have brought in probably. Oh, dude. I absolutely. mean, just look at, yeah. Absolutely. Look at what you've done just in the last few years, you know, since you did that movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, the footage alone, and especially being able to show off, you know, what I can do martial arts-wise and action-wise, right. that brought me a lot of work. I mean, because the screen presence and, you know, the ability to act, and even though, to me, I was so green, I, was, I look at it now, and I'm like, what were you doing, man? But, you know, <laughs> like, you know, but at the same time, there, there were, it was such a great open book for me to kind of look back and go, okay, here's where I can pick up here. This is, this is my strength. This is my weakness. Now I'm going to go back and attack it. And, you know, one of the things I noticed a lot is I would blink. I blink a lot. Now I can carry a whole scene without blinking. And yeah. uh, me, that's, that's, I mean, when you're, you, you got to think like, you know, like Martin Sheen style and like, you know, uh, th- those old school guys, man, that, that like, they, they're in the camera, man. They don't blink. They grab hold of you and they never let go. And that's, that's what I'm trying to go after, you know? And right. I, 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 enjoy I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Like I, I was going to say, I mean, you looking back and being like, you know, man, what was I doing? Yeah. It's good. Like you want to strive to always have that mindset and look back and be like, man, I've grown so much just in this short amount of time already. Right. You know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Like to where yeah. I'm not satisfied with that anymore. It might have been your best at the time, but, you know, you've already outgrown it, which is yeah, good. You know, that's progress, you know? Well, and the truth is, man, like, I'm not even scratched the surface of where I want to go even from then to now. I mean, right. to me, it's not even a thimble, you know? It may look like it's, it's, it's a lot more, but 
like tomorrow, you know, with, with, with Dave, I'm, I'm proud of it. I, I, I'm, I'm so thankful and blessed with the opportunity that I was able to, you know, my trained ability collided with the opportunity and boom. But at the same time, like, okay, that's good. It's going to play. Let's move. Let's do more. I need more. Let's go. Right. You know, stuff right. Like that. Um, that's one thing I'm really trying to make sure I don't do is, is kind of go, Oh, well, I was the guy in this and I was the guy in that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to, I want to keep, keep focused. But, uh, you know, last year around, I want to say, well, it's been two years now because my grandpa died in May of 19. Um, but I had wrote a script in August of, or I mean, uh, October of 18. And I just sat on it for a while. And I'm like, you know, I, there was that, there's that battle in between where it's like, okay, I know I have a little bit of talent, but I've never really written anything in that caliber before, you know? So I was like afraid to, I'll be honest. I was kind of fearful of, okay, what if I give this to somebody and they're like, dude, this fucking sucks, you know? <laughs> so right. I just kind of sat on it. I kind of sat on it for a while. Um, like I let some family read it, my brother and some friends and, um, my manager. And, um, and then like my grandpa, we went to Maui and, uh, February of 2019, it was, or March of 2019 is the last time we got to go. And I got to see just, you know, I was watching, man, he's, I'm just watching this slow deterioration of this man that to me is like larger in life. You know what I mean? And, um, and I'm like, dude, I had this epiphany and I just said to myself, I said, bro, when I get back, I'm going to go full bore on, on rewriting that thing to the best that I can. And then I'm just going to take it to a producer that I, that I already know well, a director and a producer that I had already worked with in the past. And no matter what, I'm just going to go for it. And, uh, and so I did, and I, I took it to this director and, uh, we sat down for, for some lunch and, and he kind of reads the synopsis of it, kind of goes over it and he goes, okay, well, I'll take a real good look tonight. And then called me later that night and said, dude, I really like this. I'm going to, I'm going to send this yeah, over to Warner. Awesome. Um, which Warner is, is the, one of the producers that he knows, which is now almost like a business partner with me. Me and Warner are almost like partners and, uh, cause we've been fighting for this thing. And, uh, and Warner said he loved it. And, and so we, we got a guy that uh, is a professional writer because I know by no means am a professional writer. I mean, I have good ideas. I got, I can come up with some great things and, uh, but I'm by no means going to sit here and act like I'm a professional writer, you know? Right. And right. We, we had this guy come out and help us and put it together. And so it's co-written by me and him. And, uh, and then we went out and attacked, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to where we're going with it. I wish I could tell you more from there, but uh <laughs> That's about it. Um, it's it is moving very very well, and uh, our ideas and the people that are attached are it'll be it'll be huge. That's all I can say. Um, but I mean, that's not the only one. I, I wrote a couple other ones, and ever since I created that relationship with the one, then I'm like, well, dude, now you know Warner and my buddy Warner Davis. Shout out to Warner, the the uh, producer. When I brought that to him, that there created the relationship. And that's kind of how also I got into collection, which is with Alex Alex Pettifer and Mike Vogel. By creating that network, creating a team, and now me and Warner are just a solid team, dude. Like, I mean, we we work hard. We got multiple scripts in the bag that we're trying to get made. Um, And some of them are with some big names. I mean, names I'm, I'm embarrassed to even say because if it doesn't, if it doesn't come to full fruition, people are going to be like, oh, dude, you know? So right, I'll, right. Let, I'll let it speak for itself when it comes out. 
Um, but man, I'm, I'm just, I'm more excited about these, these scripts that I've written, like the, and getting those moving. Um, and damn it, I wish I could tell you more about them, but all I, all I can say, like, there's a lot of legalities in it, you know, and we can't, we can't speak in certain things, but, um, one of them is called fight rich. And that's the original piece that I wrote. And it is in, in and I think that's just the working title right now. It'll probably change. Um, but, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's an MMA drama and it's about a family and about a guy that, that is, uh, uh going through some struggles and kind of gets himself involved with the wrong people and has to fight his way out pretty much. Um, so yeah, that, that, that one I'm looking forward to, man. That's my Rocky. So that's what I want to there. So, and then got a, a project that, uh, I'll be working with, uh, director, Sheldon Ledich right now is uh, if you know who Sheldon Ledich is he is the uh, he's the guy that wrote Bloodsport. Uh, okay. He also directed Double Impact and directed um, what is it uh, Lionheart. So with Jean Claude Van Damme. So nice. It's going to be an absolute honor to work with him. Um, yeah, man. So much, so much moving, man. I wish I could. I wish I could talk more about that stuff, but unfortunately. Mm. Until until I can actually until it's being filmed and you can see it when it's done, then I'll talk about it because I don't right. want I don't want to spoil the shit. So. Well, sounds like we'll be having you back more yeah. and more <laughs> every time yeah, you man. have something going on. I'm, sure. I'm really hoping, man. It's been it's been an awesome journey, and I've learned a lot, dude. I've got I've I've gotten the opportunity and to work with so many fucking good people, man. People that, and that's, that's who you want to work with out here. I don't want to work with people that are, you know, full of themselves and shit. Like I would rather work with somebody that, that enjoys and, and works for the craft, which is, you know, I think people are, a lot of people are, are going through these times with this coronavirus stuff going, man, dude, like getting smacked in the face by certain things now. And, and hopefully it opens up their eyes to where they can see how good they actually had it. Right. But yeah, so that's, that's career-wise. That's where I'm at. So we'll give a quick shout for tomorrow on FXX. And then the following day on FX and Hulu is uh, you can see me on Dave. And my character, again, it's not Nico this time, but it's Nick. So I, they, I they Americanized I'm, I you a little bit. Nick. What's that? <laughs> they Americanized you a little bit. Oh, yeah. Take yeah, yeah. Like a little bit of the Italian out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> So, but yeah, that's tomorrow, man. I'm looking forward, looking forward to seeing it. So, dude, awesome. that's awesome. I'm gonna have to check it out for sure. I mean, by the time this actually drops, it'll be, I don't know, sometime after that. So, anyone that's checking this out, if you haven't watched it, it'll be out. Go back and watch it for sure. Um, yeah, I'm excited, man. I can't wait to see it. And I yeah, love Little Dicky. Awesome, so, dude. yeah, Little I, I, awesome. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. Well, sad part <laughs> is, uh, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> Uh, really? <laughs> well, like, so, my, so I land this thing and you know, it's such a funny, it's so weird how this business works, man. It really is. So like I had four auditions that day. Okay. I had two with SWAT and I had one for NCIS. Mm. And then all of a sudden I get, well, I had three that I'd already done, but I totally ended up getting four. It's like seven at night and I'm already like been driving around LA like crazy and I live in Orange County. So it's a pretty decent drive. I love Orange County. So that's why I'm staying in Orange County, but mm. uh, it's a pretty decent drive. So like if I have I, my manager tries to set it up and my agents try to set it up to where like, 
if I have three auditions, they're like, boom, 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 you know? But it just so happened that day that there was like a five hour like area to where I was like, I'm just doing nothing. I could go to the gym or whatever. So I was tired when I got home, man. I really was. And I get a call from my agent and he's like, Hey, uh, or she's like, Hey, this came for entry last second. And, uh, it's untitled little Dicky project. And I'm like, little Dicky, what the fuck is that? You know, like, <laughs> still, so I was like, Oh man. Okay. I was like, so, but at the, at the end of the day, dude, it doesn't matter how tired you, how tired you are, you know, what's going on. It, do, it doesn't fucking matter. You have to strike when that iron is hot. So, I mean, that opportunity right. is right there. You got to get it. You got to go after them. How, how tired you are. Right. So, I auditioned, sent the tape in, and then, you know, I ended up hearing back later on that, that I got it. And it's just so weird to me how that works. Because the funny thing is, is right after, I ended up finding out that I landed something else. But it was going to be in conjunction with that. So it was going to overlap. So I wasn't able to work both. And there's this, like, saying out here that, like, everything comes in pairs of two. And it's so true, man, because almost every single time I've landed something, I've had to turn something else down because I land that at the same time. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. So, you know, it's either a dry spell forever or boom, you hit two, you know, two at a time. So but, have, you uh, ever, uh, my- have you ever turned down one that you wish uh, looking back that you had made the different decision? No, because the one that I turned down before was when I landed Lucifer. Um, and I, I'm not going to say what it was, but it was Lucifer ended up being a better choice. So, um, and this one was a way better choice. You know, the, the funny thing is I called my brother up. I'm like, dude, I got this audition with, uh, or I landed this, I landed this gig. It was when I landed the gig. I was calling my brother and my girlfriend up first, you know? And, uh, so I call my brother, end up calling my brother up and I'm like, Hey man, you know, I landed this, this gig. It's, it's a, it's a, apparently a pretty good gig and, and it's with this guy, little Dickie. He's like, fucking little Dicky, and I'm like, yeah, dude, little Dicky, and he's like, dude, you don't know who the fuck little Dicky is? And I'm like, no, I'm like, who is he? He's like, Google him now, and so I Google him. The dude's got like 50 million views on on like YouTube. He's a sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so here I am going. You know, that kind of happened to me on Grey's Anatomy, too, when I thought that Teddy was a guy. It's like, Zach, you got to do your fucking research, bro, before, you, before, <laughs> before I start going. But I'm, I'm more focused on, on the acting portion. So sometimes I don't, I don't do as much research because I don't want any stigmas to play out right. in my acting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it ended up working out, though, and, and, and uh, Little Dicky, a.k.a. Dave Bird, that dude is – amazing yeah. amazing he's such a humble great guy i mean the dude told me straight up i watched your audition tape and i didn't watch any more after i watched yours and that's it nice. that's how i got the role so and it was mainly an ad lib they said here's the scene this is what we want you to do create any of the dialogue that you want go for it and it was i had to do a toast to my now wife and I had to be a little tipsy. So someday I'll release nice. it because I still got it. Someday I'll release yes, it. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, that is crazy. Hell so yeah. uh, what kind of advice do you have for, for other up and coming models and actors to, to like you said, a, a, would you say a trained talent colliding with an opportunity? Yeah. Yeah. Like, trained what, what can you, what can you say to help people make that happen? Well, first off, I'm, 
going to say this first because I didn't create that quote. That's a Greg Plitt quote. Right. Praying ability, colliding with an opportunity, and boom, that's success. It has nothing to do with luck, guys. I mean, it's, it's you train and you hone in on an ability, something that you know you want to do and get done. So that way, when the opportunity does arise, you can open up that toolbox and start going to work. You don't right, have to right. go search into the garage for the tools. They're right there and they're ready to go. Um, but anyways, I mean, as far as, as far as advice, man, I mean, we were kind of discussing this earlier when it was just us three is when you're just now starting, man, you can't, don't expect to be paid like crazy. I mean, don't sometimes don't even expect to get paid at all. I mean, I worked for free on a, uh, on a, um, a Santa Barbara university, uh, show. It was just a little senior project they did just to get, a credit and create networking. And, you know, I worked for free a lot when I was a model too. And I, I mean, I sometimes still do the modeling and fitness modeling and stuff, but um, you know, I, I've given the money back to the photographer and back to the production said, Hey, think of me, think of me later. And, and I took that advice from Greg Plitt and man, dude, it works. It works. And also don't be an asshole. I mean, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. Realize your place, you know, yes, you want to try to stand out. Yes. You want to, um, you, you want to set yourself apart from people, but you don't want to come off like a giant asshole to these guys. Cause nobody will want to work with you anymore. Right. You've got to be a guy that is, is very conducive to synergy. You have to be very synergistic. People got to be, got to know that they can count on you. People got to know that dude, that guy's legit. We can have that guy back. That guy works hard. He doesn't bitch. If we're working 12 hours and not 10 or 16 hours and not eight, I'm not going to throw a fit about it because I'm doing it for the good of the project, for the good of the, the viewers and the audience that this is going to go to for the art. You know, I think right. that's a huge thing. Um, I talk a lot about this on my podcast um, in regards to, it was my first episode of my podcast is you have to also do your, your due diligence and your back-ended research. You have to, it's not just going to come to you guys. You've, you've got to go out there and get it. You've got to Google, you've got to read and don't just read one article, read thousands of articles and don't believe everything you see in it and don't accept everything you see in it. You got to continue to take of whatever you feel is useful and discard what you feel is useless. Add what is essentially your own. That's a Bruce Lee quote. I think I actually used that in your last podcast, but it's so yes. true. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you right now, do your research. Um, if you're in Chicago, you're going to be okay a little bit because there's some productions that go on. But the first thing is you, you got to know where you need to be. And if you're sitting in some cornfield somewhere like I was in Edwardsville, Illinois, you're not going to get far. And so you got to be willing to drop everything like that. You have to be willing to die for this. This is the hardest business. You have a better chance of being a fucking astronaut than you do an actor. And that's the truth because you're going to go to school for it. You get, you've got the paths in the, in the, in the you know, bullet points set out for you that you got to hit. Right. It's not like that out here for an actor, man. You got to wiggle and, and, and go around things and up and right. over the fucking door and try to find your way and, and, and break the fucking rules a little bit. So, so to do that, you have to have one thick skin and for two, You've got to be willing to fucking die for this, dude. I gave up a great job. I gave up security. I gave up cars, a house to come out here and literally barely make it for the first couple of years. And I worked for free. And I'm not trying to do that to say, oh, you know, pat on the back, but that's the way it's, it fucking is. You dude. have to be ready to.
to die for this if you want to make it. And you know what? If I don't make it, that's fine with me because that journey, well, first off, what's make it to begin with? Because right. I think that's subjective, right? Yeah. So as long as you're putting yourself out there and you're trying and you're not giving up, you're getting better every day, dude, good things are going to come. And those micro pivots, life throws you curveballs to help micro pivot you along the way because you may come out here to be an actor, come out here to be a model, and all of a sudden you decide, I want to be a writer, I want to be a director. Something like that. So yeah, I'm long-winded. I'm sorry, man. But no, no that's, yeah, that's great. So. Everything you just said, I think, you know, and I mean, obviously this isn't a business podcast, but everything you just said applies to pretty much any like business or any, anything yes. when you're self-made. Like, so anyone checking this out, like everything that you're talking about is stuff I've had to apply with Go by Battle, with the print shop, with everything that I've done, you know, you you get the curveballs, like you said, and, and you've always got to adapt and overcome. You always have to come back and you have to stay humble and you have to stay focused on the goal and not get blinded by the rewards that you're getting right now. You know, like, because a lot of times you're not going to get any rewards, you know, like a lot of times, especially starting out, if you're just, you know, if, if rewards are your fuel in your fuel tank, you're going to run out. You're going to run on E pretty quick. You know, yes. it's got to be the passion of the craft, whatever you're doing. Exactly. And, you know, so like everything you're saying, man, I resonate with. And I mean, I know I'm not shit. You know, I haven't done much. You know, I, I haven't. I'm All not some big shit, name brother. or anything. At the yeah, end of, the, but, at the end but of life, none saying, of us are shit. None of us are right. But I'm just no, saying, you know like, I mean? that's what I'm living too. And I mean, I'm making making moves. You're making moves, you know. And and it's working, you know. It's right. working toward toward the goal. And so, if anyone takes any advice, like, listen to this dude. Go check out his podcast too. And another <laughs> thing is, you can't you can't be blaming people, man. I I hear. Too oh, many yeah. people blaming other people for their own, you know, losses or, you know, you cannot do that. It, the moment that you do that, you are giving power to someone else. You are releasing the own power that you have, which is you. You have control. Like I hear it all the time. Well, I was born in this such, you know, this environment and my dad's this way. My mom's this way. Like, dude, there's, I could talk about a lot of different things that I've went through. But no, dude, that's behind right. me, okay? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not defined by that, you know? Right now right. I can go out and I can grow after whatever I want, but I first have to understand that it's right here. It's in my hands, and I can't be blaming other people in the middle right. of that because I'm giving them my power. Well, so and I'm not saying that people don't go through things and that people don't get depressed because it's a real thing, but right. don't relinquish the power you have, man. And that's right well, my, here, that's right here and here. My, my thing is like when, whenever I've heard anyone say that, I, I just had this conversation with someone last week where I said the same bit of advice, like you having more adversity, like if you are someone that feels like they have more adversity than somebody else, that means your story of overcoming is going to be legendary. And like, you got more tools. You got more exactly. tools than that other guy now. Yep. Yeah, because like, you know, like with all this stuff going on with the with the pandemic, you know, like I know what it's like to be broke and I know what it's like. Like, I don't you know, I, I've reduced all of my expenses to the bare minimum that I have to have. And if I wouldn't have done that or if I would have got comfortable the last year while the you know, while 
the accounts were growing and stuff like that, I'd be screwed right now. But right. you know, you just you got to learn, you know. And like, if I if I was, you know, handed everything by my parents when I was a kid, I might have never understood that, you know, like like it's very real that something could fall out, you know. And it did right, right now, you know. Like recently, we're going through it, and you know, like I, I'm I'm in a point where I'm pivoting everything, and you know, coming back stronger than ever out of this, you know. And so like. It's just, but I wouldn't have been like, I wouldn't have had the mindset to do that if I didn't know what broke was like real broke. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to feel the, you got to feel the lowest of low to reach the highest of high, man. You have exactly. to. Exactly. And to appreciate that high. Yep. Yeah. Right. For real. 100%. Hey, on that note, let's, uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about how this whole coronavirus thing is, is affecting your life. Yeah. Sounds cool. good, man. All right. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, it's Scott, and I just wanted to take a quick break to talk about our brand new website that's finally been relaunched. BuiltByBattle.com has been completely redesigned from the ground up to provide a better experience for our visitors. Our homepage will contain featured products and updates from our various social media outlets, as well as an opportunity to sign up for our newsletter to receive updates on new products, promotions, events, and other important information we think you'll enjoy. Our catalog has also been updated with brand new shirt designs and color options, including my personal favorite, the new black print on military green shirt. I'm definitely going to end up with a drawer full of these. From Danny and myself, as well as everyone else who's been working behind the scenes to help Built by Battle become what it is today, we just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has shown support for us up until now. From those who have followed us from the beginning to those who are just now giving us a chance, we couldn't grow this movement without you. Please help us make an impact by subscribing to the podcast and following us on social media. And now, back to the show. And we're back. back. <laughs> and we're back. There we go. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do that. I could just yeah, feel well, we were on the same page. Right. It's true. It's yeah, too bad we didn't do it at the same time. Your enthusiasm is so much better, though. We could do it right it now at the same time if you want. We could. Should we try it? Yes. Yeah, Three, it. Two, two, one. one. And, and we're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do you can cut that You can cut that out if it sucks, you know. <laughs> oh, no. None of this sucks. None nope. of it. No. Nope. Yeah, so, coro- so, coronavirus. Yes. Corona. Oh, God. I would imagine that, uh, that acting is a, a fairly interactive business. So, how is, this, uh, how is this affecting you right now? Well, first off, before we jump into that, I live, yeah. in, I live in Orange County, and the city that I live in is Yorba Linda. Right next to your Belinda is a city called Corona. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. And I like to drink a lot of Corona. I was going to say, Corona is like Gross. my favorite beer. So, me too, uh, gross. Me too. Oh, I love me some Corona and a That's lime. Some, oh, dude. yeah. Dude, That's I can even bullshit. drink it without a lime. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'll drink that shit. Yeah. yeah I love yep. Corona, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's my go to. But um, on a serious note, yeah, I mean, it has affected a lot. Um, we, I mean, especially in the project that I wrote, I mean, we were, we were shooting to the moon, man. And then, and like stuff was investors all ready to rock. Like everything's moving. And like, we got all these deadlines that we're ready to hit. And then hit with that right in the face, just punched yeah. right in the gut. 
and um, everything stopped. Everything. So I needed, I mean, I needed somewhere to put my energy, man. I can't sit. Um, right. So I had been doing security and stuff like uh, for like extra money. I mean, dude, acting is the money's great, but you don't act 24, you know, tw- you don't act freaking right. every day of the week, seven days a week, 24 right. seven. So, you know, it's good when you get it, but it's, it's, it's up and down. And uh, so I've been doing some security work. And so I just picked up more hours doing that when it shut down. So, you know, that keeps me sane. Um, my girlfriend, she has been a, Oh my God, a godsend dude, because she's in law school and, and they've like, they've pretty much moved everything from them being on campus to now being at home. So she's got classes that she does just like this mm-hmm. through Zoom. And then, uh, but dude, like I'm gone all the time and she's just doing everything. I mean, the laundry, the, and I normally, I'm pretty good with, with helping with that stuff, but she's just, right. she's taking it to another level. And, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's been tough. I mean, I've watched, I've watched some family members go through some hard times losing their jobs and, um, you know, not even just that, just not, not being able to see my family. Um, I wanted to take a trip to go see my family and I'm not been able to, uh, right. I don't want to take the chance to infect my, my grandmother. Um, right. I mean, not, not going to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just such a, a crazy time. It's, it's, Today I actually went to a funeral, um, and it wasn't it wasn't for COVID, um, but it was my girlfriend's uncle had passed away. He was you know in his seventies, and um, he, he he ended up passing. And um, just I'm standing there at the funeral today, and just looking at everybody wearing masks, and and like you know the 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 funerals, you know the guy speaking and everything, and it's like for a minute there I was just like just humbled to the lowest point to realize that dude, I have zero control when it comes to something like this. I mean, at at the end of the day, man, we can go out with our two hands and try to build, 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 but nature is the, I mean, it's the end all be all bro. I mean, God has, God has us and you know, whatever, whatever lesson we're supposed to be learned, uh, or being taught. I mean, I'm learning it. I mean, I, I miss, I miss dearly spending time with, uh, my nephews and, you know, spending time with Sarah and I's, you know, soon to be my soon to be nieces and seeing them from every day. And then all of a sudden can't even see them. You got to talk to them through a window. If you do go right. over there, right. It, it's so humble. I mean, it, it's humbling. It, it makes you, it makes you just, appreciate so much and uh for sure yeah i mean it's really it's really it's really uh it's affected me in a good way but you know obviously it's affecting everybody in a bad way too but it's great because one thing that i'm seeing is out here in california you know this is the this is the the greatest place in the world as far as weather and and you know beauty and the ocean and mountains and and all this stuff and everybody takes it so for granted and everybody's working their ass off and everybody I talk to out here is, you know, when's the last time you went to the beach? The moment somebody comes out here, doesn't, doesn't work or doesn't live out here. They're like, let's go to the beach. And those people right. that live out here, most of them are like, dude, why, why are we on the beach? Because we have it in our backyard. And what's funny is out here now that this has happened, people are getting out and they're walking and they're running with their kids. They're playing baseball with their kids. They're playing frisbee with their kids. They're wanting to go on the beach they want to be out and about getting on the playgrounds, having, having some fun and creating real 
real connection with other people. And because we long for that, we, us as human beings, we can't survive without that. And social media and everything else has really pulled us away from that. And so when, when we're only able to touch on social media and the social distancing stuff where we're doing these zoom calls and things, man, the heart really wants what it's always wanted the connection in such a, a natural way and, and going out and be with your family. That's man, there's no better way. And so it's, it's kind of, it's kind of cool seeing people, you know, kind of not really rebel, but want to go outside. I see people jogging, running bikes. More people are working out than ever right now. More people are moving than ever. But here's the question. Will it continue when everything opens up? And I hope it does. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of back and forth. Like, I mean, obviously everyone knows the negatives from all this, you know, the the ultimate negative of people dying from it, but then also, you know, the economic negative and all that stuff. But like, this is a time where we're all presented the opportunity to understand what a silver lining is and to understand, you know, like to, to search for that. Like we talked about this in a previous episode when we, when we covered the coronavirus stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, we were just, kind of talking about like this is a good opportunity for a lot of people too like it's not you know and you've kind of always got to have that mindset about everything in life otherwise you just let negative things just keep compounding and you know so you've got to in times like this like i think you're seeing people that are are, you know trying to be more hopeful they 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 want they want the things that they should have never taken for granted again. And, and it's showing more hope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you got to look at it, the positive in any way you can. I mean, right. I, I try not to focus on the negative, what's going on. I just focus on what can I control and And in a way the world kind of needed this man. We needed a breather. Yep. I mean, the, the pollution rate is, is at a, is at a all time low right now. Um, little, we're getting, we're winning little battles that, that maybe people just don't realize is, is something good. Um, obviously this sucks, the whole economy and all that kind of stuff, it sucks. But I mean, we all knew a crash was coming somehow. I mean, at some point, I mean, it's, you just look at history, you look at history and that's just what happens. Um, but I'm really hoping that, that God did this to, to kind of say, Hey guys, like you guys need to take a look around you and realize what truly matters and, you know, stop wasting your time and energy on stuff that doesn't and realize how fortunate you are. Um, and people now also are being humbled, you know, people that have had right. everything, thought they had everything are realizing what it's like to live or come from humble beginnings too. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything about this cause I don't. Um, mm. but all I know is I myself am, am just trying to, trying to go day by day and trying to smile and, and trying to really be in the moment when I can. And, uh, that's all you can do, man. That's all you can do and meditate and, and stay, stay true here and here. Because honestly, I feel this is just my opinion. I feel more people are going to be affected by this in a negative way based upon the stress that they're letting themselves be succumbed to over this than the actual health virus itself. Um, 100%. So, you know, so stress totally man, kills, it kills man. So Yeah. Well, that's the like, case. That's the case for anything too, not just a virus. I mean, absolutely. Your mindset and how you, how you receive and process everything that happens to you dictates 
the long-term effects it's going to have on you. So right. That's so true, man. I always say that there are two types of people in this world and that's it. There's the the people that see the glass half full and people that see the glass half empty. Which one are you? Right. No. Well, which one are you? You know, what's crazy is during this time, like at the very beginning of it, I kind of was expecting myself to like be able, like, like I was expecting myself to take on all this extra stress, you know, because everything's uncertain. You know, the print shop is, you know, it was only a year old, you know, all that stuff. We did a lot in that short time, but I mean, it's clearly not a well-established company or anything like that. And, you know, I had spent the past year, pretty much every decision I made affected the livelihoods of other people that worked, worked there and all that sort of stuff. So, um, there was a lot of stress every day, but as soon as we had to close up because of this, it's almost like, I mean, I didn't lose all of my stress, but a lot of it went away because I just realized that this is literally not in my hands. It's not a decision I can make. You know, all I can do is, is, you know, take the new data, assess it, adapt to what is new now and try to overcome it. You know, that's all I can do. And, you know, honestly, because I guess I had that realization pretty early on, I've, you know, we've done quite a bit of stuff, um, you know, made a lot of plans and come up with new ideas. And, you know, this is part of it, bringing the podcast back and yeah, doing video so and stuff like that. Did, so, so yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's really good to, to do this again. I, I'm excited to see where we could take it this time. Like it sucked yeah. that we had to, we had to stop it before. I don't think either of us wanted to, but no. schedules kept conflicting and, you know, I put everything into the print shop. So, yeah. um, but now it's kind of, reprioritizing and balancing things out and making, yeah. making good shit happen from this, you know, adapting, man. And that's, so. we're human beings, man. We adapt. That's what we yep. do. And we'll For all sure. get through this. We'll get through it. And, you know, it'll, we'll come out better on the other side, hopefully, you know, yep. yeah. I truly believe we will. So. Well, I mean, you, you don't want to be a pessimist. Like you want to, you want to be hopeful because right. if you're hopeful and it doesn't work out that way, you're not out anything. But if you're right. negative the whole time and you're thinking that it's never going to get better, you're never going to allow yourself the opportunity for it to get better. So right. Right. it's always good to take the to take the way of the optimist. You know what I mean? I agree. Couldn't agree more, man. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, as far as bringing the podcast back, you know how I was always holding myself back and holding us back because I always wanted the uh, best production we could possibly get. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't release something that I wasn't perfectly happy with. And rather than focusing on the message behind it and just reaching people's ears. And I think another silver lining of this whole, this whole lockdown situation is it kind of leveled the playing field. I mean, everybody that had the, that was doing in-person podcasts with this high production value and stuff, they're, they're all reduced to doing exactly what we're doing right now. So yeah, right. our, our podcast, which literally we ha- at the time of this recording hasn't had an episode released on YouTube yet, will have the exact same production value as, yeah. as other podcasts that have tens of thousands of subscribers, you know? Right. And I mean, it's, it's a good time to start back up, you know, exactly. we're, on the, we're on the same level. We just gotta, exactly. we just gotta keep if that message going. And, say, if you got something to say, you gotta say it. You gotta, exactly. you gotta get it out there. Now, exactly. too many people, too many people don't, they don't speak their heart. They don't speak their mind because they're so afraid of the societal constraints that they live in. 
And right. you know, that's, that's to me, it's like, I understand that there is a, a humble strength in being quiet, you know, and observing at the right, right at the right time there is, but there's also some mass strengths by speaking what's in your heart and mind, because you can help those around you. Yep. And, you yep. know, most people have that in them, but they keep it buried because they're too afraid to let it out. They're, they're afraid what mommy and daddy will think, what my friends will think, what grandparents will think, or, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And you can't fucking be like that, dude. Because if you yeah. can't even speak what's out of your heart and mind, how do you ever expect to live the life that you have? Right. You're not living your life. You're living somebody else's. Yep. You know, fuck exactly. that. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited about what can come. Um, and and for the podcast, you know, it's it's awesome. I mean, bringing you back on and following up with yeah. you. I mean, I, you know, you and I have. I, I'm sure you and Scott have talked a little bit more than you and I have. I mean, we both have just been like busy. You know, I, I've been. Yeah. I even talking. We're all with been Scott, grinding, man. We've yeah, all been grinding. I was gonna say, I, like me and Scott talking, even like we both have been busy doing stuff separately. I've just had my nose buried in in business, you know, the past year, and it's crazy that twelve months have gone by, fourteen months have gone by since we launched that business. But like, yeah, I think it's almost I mean, been it's been easily. I want to say it was June or July or May or June of two thousand eighteen. I mean, it's been it's been some time, man. Right. You know? So much has changed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, it's so much, man. It's not even night and day difference, bro. Night and day difference. Right. Good and bad though. Good and bad. Right. Right. <laughs> so, but in yep. a way, nothing's, nothing's ever really bad in, in my, in a way. I mean, it's just an opportunity to get better. I mean, if right. you really look at it, like it's all, it's all a way that helps you micro pivot. I mean, even this big COVID-19 thing, there's so much that yep. we can learn. This stuff that I could get in so deep philosophically that I don't even want to touch upon, but it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just like, there's so much we, as a, as a, as a human being, like as, as one mass race of human beings can understand or can, we can learn from, I mean, dude, right. if you look at throughout history, the stuff that our ancestors have done have been, you know, there's been a lot of shit that people have done. And then we look back on it hundreds of years, thousands of years later. And we're like, dude, what the hell are we thinking? Well, you know <laughs> what? This is one of those times to where as, as a, a mass group, we can look back and go, dude, like at the end, at, in the end of the day, why the hell are we putting so much energy into this? You know, why is there still racism? Why is there still, you know, inequality? Like we've got to come together. If there's ever a time, it's right now, man. It's right. right, right. Fucking, it really is. So, totally agree. Either, no, you know. no, I totally agree. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm right there with you on that, man, for sure. It's like a reset button. It's leveling the play- playing field on all fronts. Right. Not just, yeah, right. not just like the podcast thing, but like, like you said, the whole racism thing. COVID nineteen yeah. doesn't give a shit. Doesn't no. give a shit what race you are. Everybody is equally at risk. Everybody, you know, matters equally. We're all fighting equally. Like it doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't matter your socioeconomic status. It's, right. it's it don't matter. It's no. it's it's out there. It you know. But guess what? It does matter. It does matter how you've been taking care of yourself. Right. Well, really like the the, the people. Right. I mean, that's totally true. Um, which makes me. <laughs> 
whole nother topic, but um, <laughs> yeah, hey, man, it's sub- again, it's subjective. It's subjective, right? Right. Certain levels go to that. You know, there's people that right, are right. out there maybe not maybe not eating right, and but they're you know and things like that. But then there's a whole nother level of people out there abusing their body with alcohol, abusing their body right. with drugs. You know, stress being around people they shouldn't. I mean, there's right. so many subjective ways you can look at that. You know, yeah, that's, but we that's all very know true. right here what's good and bad. We all know right. it. Mm-hmm. There's nobody needs to teach you that. Funny how every single person when they're growing up knows what's good and bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can feel it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But it's subjective. You know, it's a time to look in. It's a time to look in here and go, okay, where can I do better? Where can right. I make better? Uh, yeah. I, I just, I can't help but constantly compare, like, you know, the coronavirus thing, you know, and and the the mindset around that to – um, you know, just, just like life in general, people, people that already kind of connect with the idea of overcoming their obstacles and like not letting something hold them down and hold them back, yeah. you know, like this, they're going to be less affected by this because, you know, this is just another obstacle that, you know, they've mentally kind of prepared for, even though nobody was prepared for it. You know what I mean? But like mentally yeah. you just, you're kind of like, all right, this is just another thing. It's another day, another obstacle. And without belittling it, because obviously it's a serious thing, because I'm, I'm not trying to belittle it, but I don't know. I just think this is the time for people to really start, if they aren't already, you know, like reflecting on themselves and learning themselves and, and learning proper, you know, um, the thought processes. Yeah, like, like – like yeah, Scott said, it. reset button. This is your yeah. chance. This is your chance. Exactly. And like, you know, there's, there's, I, I have a feeling, you know, even if the, even if the world doesn't come back how it was, you know, even if the economy isn't exactly how it was or anything like that, when this does get resolved and it will get resolved, I mean, I have faith in humanity that it'll get resolved. You know, there's enough people working on it. When it does get resolved, there's going to be a whole new list of opportunities that never existed before. And yes. so many people are going to have that right in front of them. And you don't want to be one of those that 40 years later talks about how much you regret not taking that opportunity because your eyes were blind to Absolutely. it at the time. You know? Absolutely. And Absolutely. like, I don't want to be one of those people, you know, and I'm sure you guys don't either, you know, that's, right. and that's, kind of what you know we're, we kind of have that mindset collectively where we're seeking opportunities at this time because we've already trained ourselves but someone that hasn't thought that way before now is your chance to change your life you know this this can be good for you you know and another thing is too is like you know i've had people say to me oh man it looks like acting's done huh like that's it like tough break. You know, I don't think they're going to have TV shows and stuff anymore. I don't think they're going to have this and that. It's like, <laughs> dude, let me right. tell you something though. Like, did you think I was doing it to, for the money the whole, the whole time? Like, no, I right. was doing it because that's what I want to do. So right. my point in saying that is right now is if you hated your job, if you didn't like what you were doing, guess what? You ain't fucking doing it anymore. So right. now's your chance to start and do something you truly wish and realize that you want to fucking do. Now yep. is the time right now. Not not to go, man, I got to make money. I got to make money. Dude, the money will come. It will come. Yep. Now's your chance to fucking pivot into something you really wanted to do. Because you're not yep. working your job. If you fucking hated it, don't go back. Don't go back. 
you know, and then some people are very fortunate right now to still have a job. Like for me, I'm doing the security thing, but you know what? You also don't have to stay glued to that just because it's paying you. Right. I mean, you, you can, when this all ends, I just, I encourage so many people to do what you want to do and the money will be there. Don't expect it to come like that. But right. if it's something that you want to do, do it. You're not, you, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, when you die, when you die, when you take your last couple breaths, it's not going to be everything that you bought. It's not going to be the houses. It's not going to be the cars. It's not going to be the vacations you took. It's not going to be all that kind of crap that you spent all the money on that you worked your entire life for. Right. It's going to be all the stuff that you didn't do. Those ideas that sat in the back of your mind that you didn't act upon, the ghosts of the strategies and, and, and the great things that you had in here and in here that you could have brought forth to the world, that's what's going to be right there slapping you in the face. Yep. You're not going to say, man, I wish I would have bought that Lamborghini. I wish I would have got a Corvette. I wish right. I would have bought a house this big. I wish I would have bought one with five bedrooms. I wish I would have bought these shoes. No, you ain't going to be thinking that. Me thinking, man, I wish I would have went and lived the life I wanted to. I wish I yep. would have spent more time with my mom. I wish I would have spent more time with my dad. I wish I would have spent more time with my grandma, my grandpa, my kids. I wish I would have been in the moment. And this right now, what's going on, gives you that. I mean, yep. there's no other time right now. You're getting it. You, it's a smacking people in the face whether or not they want to, to see it or not. Well, and it's a real so. test of, of your priorities and your word. If, you know, like, like with myself, you know, like I always made excuses about like getting back into the gym. Right. And there's no gym right now, but I always made excuses the last year about how, like, I just don't have time to get in the gym. I don't have time. If I had time, great. Someone find me time, you know? And now that I can't go to the gym and I've got all the fucking time that I could ever want, yeah, yeah, you know, now it's like, for one that that's and we talked about this in the last the last episode like that's one of the biggest things i miss like now that i can't go oh, yeah. i'm so pissed at myself for not going when i could go and but the thing is is like if if you are one of those people that has been saying like if i just had more time i would do this or if i had more time i would do that if it's not something that you physically have to leave your house to do or physically, you know, can't do because of the constraints right now, why aren't you doing it? Like, right. like with me, I'm going to the park and I'm going walking a couple days a week. You know, I'm starting off sm slow, you know, small, but I'm doing it. And small is huge, man. Small exactly. Huge. It all starts off small to, to get big. Well, and like, you know, with the podcast, you know, that's why we stopped it was because of time. Guess what? We have time. And guess what's happening? We're fucking doing it. You know? So like, if you're, if anyone's watching this and they're, they're one of those people and they're the only ones that are going to know this, you know, ask yourself, like, if you haven't even thought about the thing that you've been bitching about not being able to do and you're not doing it at all right now because, you know, it's just not even a thought, then stop bitching about it. Like, you don't actually want it. You don't actually want to do that thing. Right. You know, like so many people spend their whole lives saying, if I only had this, if I only had that, well, uh, most of it is time. If I only had time, you got it. Time. Dude. What are you doing with it? Time what are you doing with it? You can't buy back, bro. Exactly. Oh man. So well, what are you guys doing right now? As far as working out wise? Like I said, I, I'm just going to the park down the road from my house a couple of days a week. That's all I'm doing right now. Um, but 
hopefully they'll they'll loosen up and let people in the gym soon. But I don't know. Well, I know with my Georgia, state, but. Georgia's opening it up. They're they're opening their gyms up. I think Friday. I think. Right. Yeah. We were even thinking about changing production, you know, over into the areas that are opening up because once they open up, we can go. You know? Right. What about you, Scott? What are you hitting, man? I am fortunate enough to have built a gym in my garage a couple of years I ago. Saw so that. I'm, I saw yeah, that. I'm set. <laughs> Nothing has Hell changed yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good yeah, to go. Yeah, man, I, I've, I kind of got a little lucky. Um, I know somebody that kind of owns a gym, and so they've been sneaking me in there here and there. Uh, I don't want to like press it. Otherwise I'd go every day, but I don't want to press right. it and take advantage. But so I've been trying to hit it two or three times a week. Um, but you know, the biggest thing is, is dude, especially right now for people that haven't gotten into starting to work out, you know, you got to think like your health is number one, man. That's it's, right. it's the same as waking up in the morning and brushing your teeth, taking a shower. I mean, that needs to be your armor. That's your armor. I mean, think, put your armor on every day, man train every day because it's not just, you know, obviously the cardiovascular system getting worked, the musculoskeletal system getting worked and um, adapting and becoming better and more healthy in that route. But the mental health, the mental health is huge. When you go to the gym and you push yourself to the point of exhaustion and to the point to where like you, you didn't think you could do it and you do it. And dude, when you go back out into the world and something that's so so tiny that you thought was so big you do the same thing to it for sure yeah that 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 gym dude it's i swear to you and it doesn't have to be a crazy you know workout training kill it you know session it just has to right you put in there and you push yourself and you do what works for you and if Mm. if if you need to you know hire somebody as far as a trainer wise to get you where you need to be then then do it but at the end of the day, man, as long as you're going in there and you're moving and you're creating a strategy for yourself, dude, and there's so much to that. Put on your armor every day, man. Yep. Put on your armor yeah. every day. Get in there. I've heard Get the in. best the best diet and the best exercise program is the one you stick to. So, exactly. Exactly. You know, that's, dude. that's all it is. Like as as long as you're doing something and chipping away at it, you know, yeah, like I mean Back 2013, 2012, like I I was working out religiously, you know, like all the time, like crazy, like insane. Everyone would tell me like that I need to slow down because I was doing way too much. But in my opinion, you know, I was doing what I could do. I never felt exhausted. I never needed a day off. So I didn't take one. And, um, you know. And then, uh, now it's, uh, I'm at a different starting point. I can't do that anymore. You know, not right now, but I can build up to it and get back right. to it. Right. Right now. My small brain- goals, man. That's a big right. thing. Most people, they set too big of goals right off the bat. And exactly. I think it's more of a defense mechanism. So that way, if they fall off, they can say, Oh, well, it was too tough, you know? Yep. So, yeah. and I, I've been there. I, I've made every fucking excuse that anyone could come up with and, yeah. You know, now I'm just one thing I know is when it comes to lifting, you ain't shit if you can't breathe. And my breathing is way the fuck off. So like I'm focusing on that. So I'm I bought new running shoes. I, I've been walking, adding in some running, getting my breathing better. And because that's that's the foundation. You know what I mean? Well, dude, and then when you're at home, like so many people are at home right now watching TV and stuff in between when there's a commercial break, do do squats. 
Do right. squats and then sit back down. I mean, dude, we're at home. You can stretch. It doesn't have to be like, okay, I'm going to take a half hour or an hour for one time at one increment of the day. And then right. that's it. It could, you can spread it out throughout the day. If you do, if you do planks in between one show, pushups in between the other, sit down, stand ups on a chair from a nut, like whatever, there's so much you can do, man. It's just, right. you gotta, you gotta make the decision here first, man. Man, I, that's, I, that's I just, I don't know when you were saying that it just like, man, I feel bad for anybody that's just like sitting at home, binge watching shows like all day. Like if that's all, if that's all you're doing right now, like, like, I mean, maybe if, if you're happy, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk always says like, if, if you're happy, you've won. Like if you're genuinely happy, you won because that's but the But are you genuinely happy or is, right, that just your, is that just your subconscious taking over? Right, right. And making you feel happy, you know? Yeah. Cause like, you know, for me, there's, there's no way that I could, I mean. Drugs make some people happy. Right. Yeah. Doesn't mean you just keep doing them. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be a genuine happiness. Yeah. But like, you know, so that's just it, though. Like, that's why I say, like, I, I I feel bad for anyone that's that's just doing that right now with this time yeah. because you're just, you know, time is more valuable than any amount of money. And exactly. you know, if you're if you're reckless with your spending of time, then especially cool. right now when the world <laughs> paused for you. Yeah. You know, like what the, and the fuck? cool thing is you don't have to continue to sit. You may have been doing it the past couple of days, but right now is a new day. Like it's yep. do it. You know what I mean? I think most For people, sure. they've been doing it. So they just keep doing it. Yep. You know, so yeah, okay, totally hundred percent. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. You want to go ahead and, yeah. um, speaking of podcasts, I know we yeah. mentioned that a few minutes ago. Do you want to go ahead and do a quick plug for yours? Sure. I mean, it's just something, you know, that, I just, I have so much energy and so much time right now. I'm like, where can I be placing it? Um, you know, I've been writing scripts, writing ideas, uh, doing the, the behind the scenes work to create some things for the future in that route. But I also have just so much that I want to say all the time. Um, right. And I just feel like that, that, I, you know, it's helped people. You know, I used to keep it in. I mean, even back at the beginning when you, first, you and I first met, what, like, shit, 12 years ago now, Scott. At least, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I used to be more, I wouldn't necessarily say I was introverted because I was always being funny and trying to make people laugh and shit, but right. I didn't really truly speak from my heart because I had this I had this blockade that I had put up to where I have to look, I have to feel like that I get everybody's acceptance and um, you know, over time after things I've learned and and gone through and I've done a lot, man, in this 35 years that I've been on this planet, like I've done a lot of stuff. And it's like, I, I get things sent to me daily now to where like, dude, you've inspired me to do this. And you inspired me to do that. And that's just right. opened my mind up more to dude. Maybe, maybe you need to talk about this more. Maybe you need to get this out more. Maybe you need to speak more, maybe, but there's always that weird feeling like, ah, I don't want to continue to do it because it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to be like, Almost well, you, like if I, I feel like I'm putting too much out. You know what I, you know what I'm saying? It's like well, I also you, don't want to like jump into people's lives and be like, "Hey, here I am." You know, I don't want to do that kind of thing either. So it's like, man, that's yeah, that's something. Oh, I was just gonna say that's something I struggle with too. Like, you know, with Bill by Battle, like obviously, you know, that kind of goes hand in hand. Like that's kind of something that you know, I it's a message I've been trying to put out there, and yeah. man, 
I struggle so much because I could give a shit less about any recognition. Like I don't right. want any. That's fu- where my problem is, dude. Right. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about recognition, but it's like, yeah. but it still needs to be said. Right. And like, no one else is saying it the way that I, the way that I'm hearing it. You know, the right. way that I, I'm hearing it in my brain. So it's like, you know, I got to get over that. You know, but right. yeah, I, when you were saying that, that's exactly what. You know, like I, I resonate with that because it's kind of the same yeah. thing. Like. Yeah, yeah man, it's, uh, it's, it's called the Zach Shear podcast. I mean, if you guys want to listen to it, take a listen. Um, I'm going to be discussing a lot of like psycho- psycho- psychology, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <Makes my joke. laughs> psychology, you know, from some philosophy. I've been big into fitness. I have a master's degree in exercise psychology. So I'm going to bounce back in between that. Of course, I want to talk about acting and modeling, you know, how to get started. I get that question at least once a week. Um, so I'm going to try to give back with what I've learned. And at the end, at the same time, man, I haven't even, I haven't even got through the surface of what I'm looking to do. So yeah, but that's what I'm going to be doing with this actual podcast. And of course you can follow me on, on Instagram. It's at Z Shear. I'm sure you guys will put that up or yep. whatever, yep. And then, um, put it up. you know, for, for the projects coming out and more about the movies and the TV shows I've been doing, I'd say visit my IMDB page. Um, you know, that's, that's going to be telling you what's coming out. And if you're an IMDb pro, you can go on IMDb pro and it tells you even more um, because there's stuff in there that only like networking people can see. So if you want to see even more, do that. But uh, other than that, man, like I'm looking forward to working and talking with you guys a lot more and uh, get you guys on my podcast too. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, appreciate That'd be awesome. it. I, I appreciate the opportunity, man. Honestly, I really do. Dude, for thank real, you so man. much for, for coming on again. Hopefully we'll have you on yeah. again in the future. Absolutely, man. Always great talking, dude, for real. Always good conversations. (laughs) You know what's funny, too, Scott? I agree, by the way. But you know what's funny, too, Scott, is I was looking at my uh, memories on Facebook today, and it was exactly eight years since that fight in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. And we're back! (laughs) (laughs) Never gets old. Nope. We're still figuring out the Zoom thing. We got yeah. this. Thing. Little little technical difficulties, but, <laughs> but yeah, dude. What I was gonna say is on my on my uh, what do you call memories or whatever right, it yeah. popped up uh, that fight in St. Louis, which was dude. That was so awesome. That was such a night, man. I had a blast doing that. Was that I'm your only I MMA fight? What's that? Was that your only MMA fight? Yep. Like I know you did TK uh, Taekwondo and whatnot, but. Yeah, I fought on the like the U.S. national team like from 2002 to 2004 or 2005 or something like that. Right. Um, so I was always competing that route, and then I wrestled and stuff. But dude, I always would watch the UFC, and I'm like, dude, like there'd be a debate always with like my brother and my friends and shit all the time. Like, oh, Jack, I know you can do that, blah blah blah, or you know, somebody be like, no, dude, you get your fucking ass kicked. Well, so then I started, <laughs> it started like kind of sitting in my brain going. I wonder how I would do with that. Well, a buddy of mine was fighting that night anyway for the belt. And um, he's like, we were kind of chatting about it. And he's like, dude, I could probably get you on the card. And I was like, okay. He's like, if somebody drops off, would you step in? I was like, yeah. He's like, what weight do you want to fight at? I was like sitting around at 170. So I was like, let's do 155. And uh, next thing you know, like three days later, he's like, dude, I got you fight. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, now this is real. (laughs) (laughs) I had like, I had like, I don't know, three or four weeks that me and my buddy Jordan Unfried, you know, Jordan, shout out yeah, to Jordan. Yeah. We just trained our asses off and, uh, 
did a lot of kicks, wrestling, boxing, stuff like that. Stuff I already kind of had in my repertoire anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, it was a blast. I mean, I go, I'm, I'm fortunate it went my way. So, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, it was, uh, I had no doubts, but it was an entertaining fight. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was, man. It was a good one. I you threw a little my, uh, my right foot was pretty fucked up for about really? three weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Imagine how his face felt. Like, oh, God. <laughs> dude, do you still you know, have that I video? Him, dude, props to him for getting the fuck up. You see him, you see him get up from that? Yeah, oh, I don't my. know how. I don't know if he was <laughs> conscious. I think, canvas, I think that was I like. Honestly, I think the canvas woke him up. Like, you know how when you Because, dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. his legs just. I mean, it was like Eiffel Tower just. Like, yep. You know, I mean, dude. Yeah. And then when he that got was, up, I mean, because, dude, I backed off. When I saw him fall that way, I was like, oh, right. that's it. Like, I You guys both off. just, like, stared at each other for a second, like. Well, because I was what like. Ju- what just happened? <laughs> yeah, dude, like, what the fuck, you're up? And you're like, shit, no bell. And then you went right. <laughs> yeah, dude. some kind so, of crazy flying Bruce Lee sidekick at him. <laughs> oh, dude, I did, yeah. And then oh, I, my God, I, uh, it was like something out of a video game. It was amazing. Lateral dropped him, took him to the ground, and then, uh. Dude, I actually I got yeah. yelled at for grabbing the cage. I was like in the moment, so he was oh, like yeah. holding me for dear life, holding my head for dear life. So I'm like, how the hell am right. I gonna get? I mean, he's just dude, just everything he had holding on to my head. So I just took my knee and kind of slid it on his throat and right. uh, put all my weight on it, and then he let go. <laughs> so, but uh, dude, it, that was, you know, I I, I every once in a while I'll watch the fight um i won't watch the i won't as much watch the uh professional version of it because they had a professional video of it oh too. really i haven't seen that but but uh i'll watch the one that my uh my cousin chase took and the coolest part is not the fight is at the end when all my family is like just screaming at the top of their lungs happy you know yep. like hugging like there were you know for instance like my mom and dad are divorced you know and after that, bro, they're hugging and like it, it, seeing that was was so amazing. And then like you know my aunts and my one side of my family talking to my other side and being so excited. I mean, dude, that was watching the joy that they had and seeing my brother, for instance, like my brother jumped in the ring, like he was more pumped than I was. And and watching all their reactions, dude, it's just bar none. It was the greatest feeling in my in in, in probably my life to date, other than watching my nephews be born. I mean, that, right. that was just such an amazing, such an amazing thing. And then unfortunately with getting the same kind of victory on the television screen or whatever, I don't get to normally see their reactions. Uh, however, right. I did, get, I did get to watch soul hunters with my grandfather um, nice. while we were, while we were in Maui and it was, you know, a couple months before he passed. And that was, that was an amazing feeling too. And I bet you he watched it seven times easy yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing but that's the next awesome, the, the movie man that i wrote the one that we're really we're really working on it's mma and and uh i took some elements elements out of my life things i've been through things like my dad's been through things you know people that i know have been through kind of created all in one and um collaborated with a, a good buddy of mine uh, andy palmer he's he's an amazing director worked with him had the opportunity to work with him many times and then of course the producer uh, is an amazing is an amazing person too his name's warner davis me and warner are super tight and that nice. one i'm looking forward for you guys to see because it's 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 near and dear to me man it's 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 in my heart big time because 
I mean, there's a lot of elements to my life, so can't wait for That's you guys awesome. to see. Yeah, man, can't wait to check it out. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. For so, real. All right, man. Would you, so oh, real quick. In this note, do you want me to kick the the uh, camera or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, here's if you the want to. <laughs> <laughs> can you deal with that? <laughs> no but real quick would, would you ever do it again like would like i know we need to get off of here but would you ever do it um, again dude i would be lying if i said no yeah uh, because i You're think just, about it all, i think about it all the time i mean i i really do um especially after today that i saw that i i watched it and i'm like yeah there could have been a future there i think if i really wanted it you know um, yeah it's just at the same time I got noticed by somebody at the gym and started doing the Rawlings commercials. And at the end of that fight, most people don't know this at the end of that fight, I'm sitting in the locker room and uh, my dad comes in and he goes, Hey, somebody wants to talk to you. You got to talk to this guy. Fucking Nelly offered me to fight in his pro card, like nice. four weeks later. And to Wait, me, he I'm, was I'm there. Like, no, it wasn't my – Nelly himself wasn't there. It was somebody that was working oh, for gotcha, him gotcha. or something yeah. along those lines. And he saw the fight and was like, dude, he wants you to fight on his – like, dude, I got offered – I think he offered me four grand to take it, like, right then. Oh like, five God. grand second, or something. And, second fight ever. <laughs> yeah, and at the time, I'm like, man, but I had already bought these tickets to go to Florida and, like, I'd already started this modeling thing and – I always told myself, like, this is it. But, you know, when I was working on the television show Kingdom um, and working with Joe Daddy Daddy Stevenson, which Joe is actually going to be the fight choreographer in uh, Fight Rich as well. So Nice, nice. And, uh, you know, Joe had said, hey, man, if you want to fight, I'll get you a fight. You know, when you got got Joe Daddy Stevenson, I mean, a future UFC Hall of Famer, winner of the, the second season ever of The Ultimate Fighter. I mean, that dude's a legend. Telling right. you, hey, man, you want? I'll get you a fight at the California Fight League because he, you know, he's he runs California Fight League out here in, in uh, SoCal. Right. And I'm like, trust me, man. The marbles start rolling upstairs, going. Should <laughs> do this? But at the end of the day, man, I mean, I've already had my nose broke once, and it kind of goes this way a little. Uh oh. I really don't want that anymore. So right. <laughs> I'd rather do it. I'd rather do it on the uh, on the screen, man, and and. Right. and can still see the joy for my family in the same light, just not getting hurt, you know? Right. Right. Uh, not sense. that I'm a pussy or anything, or maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I am. I don't know. You know, I'd much rather get paid not to get concussions. You know, CTE is a very scary thing. That sounds like right. a better, a better deal. Yeah, yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. We will wrap up for real this time. All right, man. Awesome, thanks, again, thanks again for coming on, dude. It's dude, been great. Thanks a lot, man. It's my pleasure, and again, thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to the future success that you guys are going to bring. And you got a lot inside, both of you guys, to give out, to, to give to the world, man. So do it. Don't, don't pull back on this. Do it. And if you're, even sure. reaching, if you're even reaching one person, one person's life changes. You, you, it may be a small micro pivot that grows into something big. It's all worth it, man. It for really sure. Is. Absolutely. Totally agree. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, guys. All right. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. See you all later. Peace.